us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Who's coming through the door? I think we've met somewhere before. Hello, love. Hello there. Howdy, 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 howdy. Hello, love. Where in the world have you been so long? I missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. We are now glad that you are here with us. Round number two for a Wednesday. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Come in love. Come on, come on. Come in love. I must say I was sure surprised. You're the last thing I expected by hello love. Just grab a cup of coffee or whatever your morning hello beverage is. Love. Sit down and spend some time with us here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're on this morning until uh, 9 o'clock. Then the legislative watchdogs will be coming in. A lot of stuff to talk about going on in the legislature. Trump wins in New Hampshire. That's a big story. Uh, local candidate defiles for the attorney general's race. I'm sure they'll talk about that. All of that coming up on the watchdog. Some of that coming up here as well on you know, the Watchdog Morning Show. Howard, I, I really feel silly because one of the last things we, we talked about yesterday before we uh, we signed off was I said I, I, I might be naive, but I truly believe that the Supreme Court is going to do the right thing uh, involving Trump. Uh, Donald Trump. Obviously, the other candidates of the Republic Party don't feel that way, Howard, because they're, they're pulling out left and right. I would stick in there just because I think that possibility is at least 50-50, and it shouldn't be that low. But you're, Yes, but they know that if they bet wrong, that if Trump I – mean, look, Trump has already begun to punish some of the people that weren't, didn't support him in the Iowa caucus. People that uh, you know went for Haley. Uh, uh, so what you're saying for their political they're career, they're, they're saying we can't take that chance. That's exactly what I'm saying. They can't take the chance. De- Listen, I firmly believe. I really do believe deep down inside most, not all, but most of our elected public officials, the GOP, all of them, but but we're talking about the Republicans here. They know Donald Trump is a crook, a scam artist, a criminal, a rapist. He is, he is, he is, and 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 a traitor, a fraud, and a fraud. They know that. There's, they don't, they don't. I know what they say. Well, you know, I believe this all the Biden Justice Department is trying to. No, they say that because they're afraid of Trump. I used to be a Lindsey Graham fan. I thought, you know what? Here's a guy that's got a little spunk. What a wimp! What a horse's ass! Is he from Tennessee? Yeah, you know, I used to be a fan of his as well. I, I absolutely agree with you. It was when he went out on a limb during the um, uh, the uh, uh, Brent Kavanaugh hearings, Brett Kavanaugh hearings, that just made me go crazy. Um, so I, I, and then he's just gone downhill ever since. But that's the story. They're all afraid of him. They're all afraid. And doesn't that remind you, Howard, of Rome and Julius Caesar? That's what I keep saying. People look at me like I'm nuts. I was reading an article this just a couple of days ago. And it took me a second to catch on what they're saying because the person said Caesar is claiming blood. And I said, no, no, they're referring to Trump as if he's Caesar. Absolutely right. Do we have a guest? 
We have a caller. I don't know if he's a guest. Oh, okay. I, I think Dan wants to spout off a little oh, Dan bit. Dan is here. All right. Good morning, Dan. I got it from the WWE playbook. Yes. Trump gets indicted. Trump goes away. The least of the two evils between Biden and Haley, Joe Manchin sneaks in the back door and eats all the apple pie. Uh, you know, God, I, I, I don't think you're I don't think that's totally out of the question. Dan, I don't think that's totally out of the question. Um, I, again, if Manchin was listening, and sometimes he does, he'd be saying, no, no, I am not necessarily interested in that position. But I, that's, 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 that's not a bad scenario. Truly, it's not. Manchin's sitting back watching all the pieces of the chess game play out. Yeah. He's not getting excited. He's not getting excited. He's probably got a, a nice donor pot. And uh, that's how it, it, I see it in the WWE playbook. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, Dan. Speaking of WWE, did you see that they're going to Netflix? Did you see the price tag on Five that? billion. That's a B. I, five billion. That is a lot of money. Wow. Is it still worth – is WWE still worth that? Uh, it must be, Howard, because, uh, you know, that's a big, big number. Uh, it, it just it, – I, I think back, and again, here we go. There, people are going, oh, geez. Going back memory lane. But when it was such a simpler time, when Vince McMahon was the actual announcer, yeah. and it was just great. I loved it. But when they just – I mean, I, I don't know how anybody can watch that nonsense. I don't. It's, it's so – I don't know what word to use. But, no, I, I don't either. And I, I didn't think people were watching it as much as they used to. But, obviously, for – Have to be. For Netflix to pay $5 billion for them is uh, – and the, the question – well, of course – when they moved over to was USA, people said, well, will they follow them to USA? So I, I don't know, USA Network. Um, I assume they're still really tight, but one of uh, Vince McMahon's close friends is Donald Trump. And remember when Vince McMahon pushed his wife, I can't remember her name right now, I think it was the state of Connecticut, for U.S. Senate, they spent like a half a billion dollars, Howard. Yeah. And she came up short. But they thought they were going to buy her ticket to the U.S. Senate, and it didn't work. But that's 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 chump change for them. That again, that shows you. Maybe I am in panic mode here. It just goes to show you what money and power sometimes does. It didn't work out for the McMahons. Well, I was surprised that and Netflix is kind of a dying. I, I, I maybe my stats are wrong, but of the streaming services, and maybe that's why they went with this. They think it'll help them. Because they're 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 kind of losing their prestige. Again, so who's going to pay for that? Is it, is it young kids? Their parents is going to pay, going to pay for that? Because you're right, Netflix has to think that they're going to get a whole different audience now, a younger audience, I would think. Although I would assume that if any network is sort of the any streaming network is the standard that most people have. I don't know how many people have, but if if Netflix is probably it, so it probably is already in a lot of households. So I, I, well, I guess the good news is people can watch it probably with something they've already got. The bad news, I would think, is I don't know that it's going to attract that many new people to Netflix. And I think it's another nail in the coffin of the the cable folks, which you and I don't well, feel, feel bad for at all. For Comcast, they have a wonderful product, but I think the jig is almost up for Comcast. <laughs> no, you know, uh, the uh, 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 cable, I won't say killed, but cable greatly demolished or diminished over-the-air television, broadcast television, right? And now streaming's doing the same thing to cable. Uh, and cable is, you know, it's just uh, the new head of CNN. As, uh, you know, CNN is a cable network. New head of CNN recently said, you know, um, 
we've got to look to the future. The future is streaming. It's not, it's not networks that have certain shows, certain times all the time. Whether you're on cable or on over the air TV, you got to start to look to the streaming. So I, I don't know. But because anyway. you and I kicked it around. I mean, the reality is, you and I pay for probably 350 channels that we never <laughs> ever are going to <laughs> turn on. So the reality, why do you, why are you paying for that? That is, uh, and yet I do. I, I you know I I do, and I but I also pay for all these streaming services, which I probably don't watch t- more than 20 percent of the streaming services. Except every once in a while something pops up. I'm like, oh, man, I'm glad I got that. You know, I'm glad I've got Disney. I'm glad I've got Apple, whatever. I think it works for folks like you, Howard, because you say, oh, it's only $2.99 a month. But right. how many do you have? So now you it, have almost the equivalent of your cable bill because it, you have maybe eight or ten uh, of them. There's not almost. It is. the I, I pay as much, you know, because I have every, just about every streaming service there is. I don't necessarily say that proudly, truly. I mean, I'm sincerely, because I don't know that we need it. Um, but then, like, uh, an example. Peacock, which is the NBC streaming service, um, it used to come free with Comcast. Watched it all the time. They started charging. I dropped it. What did I do last week? I paid for it. Because I want to watch the Chicago shows, the Chicago Fire, Med, and all the. That's it, just those things. That's all I watch. But, okay. I got to pay for it because I want to watch those shows. I hope that someday somebody comes up with an option for the streaming where they could say, okay, you could have these 10 or these 12. We've been watching. Big Brother watches you. We know exactly what you watch. These 12, these dozen, this package for a dozen, Yeah, 85 bucks for the month. Yeah. Compared to, you know, 300 and you're going to say, sold, sold, sold. And I just keep adding them up, adding them up. You know, Disney, Apple Live, uh, HBO Max, Hulu, and Netflix. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of the, uh, I, I get the, um, it's not the discovery channel. It comes under a, a broad, uh, but all those kind of reality shows. Cause every once in a while, not every day, not every week, not even every month, every once in a while, Teddy wants to watch one of those explorer shows. So I want to make sure he can do it. I have a cartoon channel that I pay for. I don't know that well, Yogi bear is on there. We, well, I mean, and, um, I, so I don't say it proudly, but I just, I have all of these services. And, of course, you know what they do. They hook you in, and they, they never remind you your expiration date's coming up. Yesterday, I got a note from my credit card company, $150 on my credit card. I said, what the hell is that, $149? What, what is this? It was um, Apple TV. It was, one of the, it was, a, it was yearly. You know, do it yearly. I, I, if I thought about it, I might have said, no, I don't want it anymore. But they suck you into it. They suck you into it. Anyways, this whole thing began here, 820, 20 after the hour here, Watch Talk Morning. This whole thing began talking about Donald Trump and uh, and that led us to Vince McMahon and so on. But um, uh, the answer to your question, Bob, is I think that I think that a large number of the publicly elected officials, they know he's a crook. They know he's a scoundrel, he's a scam artist, and probably a traitor, but they're afraid of him. They're scared to death of him. They're scared to death of him. And until somehow, some way, he's removed from the public light, and I don't know what that way is, it's going to be like this. I mean, I, I am terrified of what's going to happen here. I, I am too. I, but I wonder what kind of control, again, we talked about the West Virginia aspect of it. You know, scared to death they're going to lose their, jo- their jobs in the, in the coal industry. 
But I can't believe at the end of the day, other people doesn't that doesn't slap them right in the face. Okay, maybe you're not the patriot that maybe I think you should be, and you're not concerned on what it's going to do to our country, how it's going to change everything. But look worldwide. Look at what the mess we're living in right now. Do you think that's going to help? I think we got a more likely chance of getting. I think we're 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 on the brink right now. Well, put him in power and see what happens. Look, and and it's one of those things. You don't have to guess. Trump has told us what he intends to do when he comes into power. Now he says, "Well, I was really joking." He intends to be a dictator. He intends to put all power of the government into himself. To no longer have an independent Justice Department that can look into anything, he'll tell them what to look into. He said this. I'm not making this up. He said these things. Um, he intends to 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 decimate the judiciary. This idea of the courts being able to overrule the press. So we, um, but I don't know how we stop it. I don't know if you believe in good, how you don't see nothing but evil with that man. And and go back through his history. It just didn't happen when he got into politics. It's been there forever. Yeah, absolutely. And yet his followers, for whatever reason. You know, I sometimes wonder if the followers, just like I talk about the public elected officials, sometimes I wonder if these followers that go to the rallies and get interviewed and so on, if when they get into the privacy of the voting booth, will they think to themselves, okay, but... He, he's dangerous, you know. It's been, it's been. Fun. I, I think for some of us, a game. For some of us, a game. Howard, I've never been a follower, but early in, you know, when I when he was started to ruffle all the feathers running for president, I kind of bought in. I thought this is good. This is what the country needs. A little bit of a change. And it's just not. I mean, I don't get a kick out of him at all anymore. And this is, I mean, again, just keep track on our history in this country because of Donald Trump. This guy's never been anything but a shyster. No, he's been, he has been, from the day one, he has been a fraud. Um, and then he, from being a scam artist and a con man, he developed into a criminal. And he's a criminal now. I mean, have a memory. Why do you think now he didn't want to release his tax returns? Duh, does it make sense now? Because his lawyer said, this will put you, this will ruin you. You've lied about this for, for years and years. You benefited from those lies. You're, you're in big trouble if you release those tax. Uh, and now he's sitting in New York uh, court, losing everything he's got. In and, New York. and he's still this close to becoming our president. That's, that's, and here's the other scary part about it, which scares me. Let's follow us through. So Trump won in New Hampshire yesterday. Nikki Haley says she'll stick in for a while, and I hope she does. And it's always possible that something somewhere will happen to change the complexion of this. But basically, Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. It's going to be Trump and Biden. It will probably be a very close election again. As Dan said, to be honest with you, I think Joe Manchin, RFK Jr., other third-party candidates could make a difference in this race because I think Biden and Trump will be very close. Um, so, but let's assume if, if Trump gets to be president, first place he'll just let's assume he's even indicted. I mean, assume he's convicted, he'll just pardon himself from all those charges. He'll just wipe his charges away. And then what's next? Those judges uh, suddenly disappear. They, they go on vacation, they never will. to be seen they, again. They will. I mean, he, he he has he has made those kinds of threats, and 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 his people, his hardcore followers, have no problem using violence. Let's talk about Derek Evans, West Virginian. 
He was one of the ones who went into the Capitol on January 6th, stormed the Capitol, broke things, you know. He went in with the flak gear on and a helmet on. Uh, he videoed himself going in saying, Derek Evans is in the Capitol. Uh, Derek Evans, prior to that, had just been, just been sworn in as a delegate to the House of Delegates in West Virginia. He was an elected official in West Virginia. Went into the Capitol. Derek Evans is in the Capitol, he said. Filmed himself saying that. Went in and took part in the riot. Um, and he got caught. And he was taken to court, right? And he was sentenced. Now, keep in mind, we've talked about this before. He is the guy who was so contrite. When he went to the judge, he was so contrite. Uh, I pulled up some of the stories about this from the time it happened. Evans appeared for his sentencing, his head framed by a large portrait of him and his family. He told the judge he took responsibility for his actions, and he let down his family. He said he regretted that his actions would leave his kids now fatherless for many months as I would have to go to prison. And he said, I wish I'd never done that. I know now I was wrong. And federal district judge Royce Lamberth was sympathetic. And he noted, you have an impressive support system, Mr. Evans. I feel like I have to put you in prison for a while, but I'll give you the smallest sentence I can. You get six months in prison. I can't give you probation, but I think you have seen the mistake you made, and I know I'll never see you here again. I think you will live, live a good life again. And we know, and, that, and then he was sentenced. After, oh, I don't think he was literally in tears, but after basically being in tears, I am so sorry I made, oh, it was within a couple of weeks after he was released, he started talking about, I was a federal, I was a political prisoner. It was all made up. They all did this to me. And now he is running for Congress in the other congressional district in West Virginia. And I get a lot of um, fundraising solicitations from him. I'm on a list somewhere. Uh, this is one that just came yesterday from Derek Evans. I am so sorry. I know I never should have invaded the Capitol. We knew the executive branch was guilty of treason under illegitimate President Joe Biden. We have discovered our Republican Congress is simply a rubber stamp for Biden's sedition. Now the Supreme Court of the United States has officially signed off on the invasion of our southern border. Large capital letters. There is no any doubt. All three branches of the federal government have been infiltrated. We must impeach them all. He wants to impeach everybody. He wants to impeach, impeach uh, justice. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, John Roberts, the chief justice. He wants to impeach members of Congress, and he wants to impeach Biden. This is the guy. I learned so much from this. I never should have I'm gone sorry. There. I am so sorry. Please, please don't send me to prison for a very long time. Now he's the most belligerent. Almost used a bad word. <laughs> I got my finger on the button. Huh? They almost used a bad word. And he's running for Congress. He's running for Congress. And God knows, Bob, he may win. He may win. But it's the difference there. You know, the fact that MAGA guys like this, okay, I, I get all kinds of, of these emails about this. You know, everybody is evil. It's all part of the deep state. The, the, the Supreme Court, the Congress, the president, they all have been in I get that. But the depressing thing about this is this is the guy who was caught, who was in the dock, who was who pled guilty with such remorse and sympathy. Uh, you and I have talked about it. I only wish that judge could call him back and say, hey, who? Remember I gave you the six months? I'm going to add a little bit to it. How about six years? 
it's a mess. And Howard, let's just let's just for a second because it is so scary. Let's say things go completely the way we don't want it to go. Yeah. And let's say Trump is back. And let's say it's blatant that the Supreme Court backed this man. They did not think about justice. They did not think about the law. They thought about Donald Trump. This country is going to go to a civil war. And I wonder just, it might be, it might be over for us. Well, I think we're on the verge of that. I mean, I, I think we're on the verge of that. A lot of people, talked to Danny Jones earlier this week, for example. He said, oh, no, it'll be fine. Uh, he hates he hates Trump too, but he says no, nah, it won't be that bad. I think, I think if Trump is elected, it could literally be the end of democracy. There are people saying, and I wouldn't be surprised, that he will decide not to leave office, use some kind of executive power. Say, no, I'm sorry, I will just stay in office. He'll become a dictator, and if he loses, I'm scared to death because I think January 6th will have been a a small skirmish. See, I don't worry about that as much. I think uh, that guy that you read, the, I think he's a buffoon. I think the, I think everybody else said, look, uh, we were wrong, and I think it, it hit him. But uh, we'll just see, Howard. I mean, we'll just see. And that's why I think the beginning and the end is with the Supreme Court. And the longer they delay this, I think we're in trouble. Well, Mr. Evans here thinks they're they're guilty of uh, crimes and ought to be impeached because they've been infiltrated. I don't in, I don't know infiltrated by whom. Maybe by me. I don't know who infiltrated them. I don't know. Uh, we're behind time. I need. I have a break. Well, and, let's do a little news. Let's do some news. All right, it's eight thirty in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time for Ohio Valley headlines with Taylor Long. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your seven news headlines on this January the twenty fourth. All new this morning, Yorkville starting the new year without a police force due to former Chief John Morelli's retirement has raised concerns among citizens. Local law enforcement from Tiltonsville, Jefferson County and Belmont County, including Bridgeport and Martins Ferry, have been responding to Yorkville's calls. A proposal for a near 24-7 coverage YTR force encompassing Yorkville, Tiltonsville and Raylan was presented by Tiltonsville Chief Davis at the recent council meeting. Yorkville Mayor Sandy Respect said that this has been a tough process, but they will continue to hold town hall meetings throughout the month to come to a decision. Seven News is your local election headquarters. After over three decades of legal service in the Mountain State, Wheeling attorney Teresa Torseva has formally declared her candidacy for the position of West Virginia Attorney General. She says that the need for women representation from the Northern Panhandle and state government will allow her to bring a new and interesting perspective to this position. Torseva will be on the trail to meet voters in all regions of West Virginia to grow support for her representation of working people. Torseva plans to continue practicing law, which she believes is the best example of how she will serve the people of West Virginia as Attorney General. Nine fire departments in Marshall County and one in Belmont got some brand new equipment to help them save lives free of charge. Last year, Green Acres Power Sports and their still distributor, Bryan Equipment Sales, started Operation Better, Faster, Stronger. After some first responders had to bring in their own personal equipment to use, they realized that these departments needed battery-powered tools, so they donated four saws of their own with the help of local businesses. This year, they were able to donate to 10 different departments. Most of the kits this year included battery-powered chainsaws and the needed accessories, and some got battery cutoff saws for extricating people from vehicles. For any business that would like to participate in this program for next year, Tasker asks that you contact him at Green Acre 
Tigers Power Sports. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Orlando spells defeat as West Virginia falls to UCF. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. West Virginia's first ever encounter against UCF in the Big 12 was not what it had hoped for. The Knights prevailed over West Virginia by a final score of 72-59. to The game got away from West Virginia really from the opening tip. UCF scored early and often and went into the locker room at halftime with a 13-point advantage leading 37-24. to West Virginia was sloppy with the ball committing seven first-half turnovers. In the second half, the two teams were even in scoring. Each team scored 35 points, but UCF controlled, for the most part, three-quarters of the second half. In fact, they built up a lead by as many as 21 points with 10.41 to go. But West Virginia refused to quit. WVU used a 2-3 zone and went to work from the three-point line, and they cut that deficit down into single digits, but UCF prevails. Individually, just one Mountaineer finished up in double figures, and that was JoJo Harris, who scored 15 points and collected eight rebounds. He was five of eight from three-point range. The three-point shot was good for West Virginia, seven of 18 in that second half, but the free-throw line really decided the game. For the night, UCF finishes with 21 of 25 free throws. West Virginia just 6 of 10. So the Mountaineers outscored at the line by 15 points. They fall by 13. Final score is 72 to 59. Next up for the Golden Blue, a trip on Saturday to Stillwater to take on the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. That is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. I'm Deepak Huda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cat Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the upper the highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at St. as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. In my little town, I grew up.
little towns around the upper Ohio Valley serving you as community radio should every weekday. <coughs> I cough in your face. Uh, that's what we start with. Every weekday we're here, Mr. Slider and I helping you out to give you news and information, conversation. I always say a little controversy, a little fun. Sometimes we get it off. Of, Man, that was a rant. We both ranted. In that we way. did. I mean, but I feel that way. I, I think we're in trouble, folks. Again, I don't want to be a doomsdayer, but I'm not going to put my head in the sand either. This, these are tough times. I um, I had no intent of doing Trumpian politics today. It wasn't. If you if you check my uh, promo that I put on my Facebook page, you'll see there was no mention of that other than the fact that Trump won. But uh, you you got me riled up because I, I'm I'm scared. I'm gonna I don't want to go down that road again except to say I am scared. I am scared how this election is going to end up. Because I am afraid that we're going to have a dictator in a way that you, you do not un, you do not believe you do not comprehend what he is likely to do as president, and if he doesn't win, I, I don't. I know you're not you don't think that there's going to be violence. I think there's going to be violence, and I think, I think we've I, seen the worst of that. I think I think we're 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 on the razor edge. Of civil war. I mean, I really but do. What do you think true Americans will do, Howard? It, like I said, if the worst happens and it looks like this whole thing is just set up, do you think real Americans are just going to sit by and say, okay, Donald Trump is the king? I don't. I think we will march well, on Washington. That's the thing. You know, here's the first thing. I hope, quote, real Americans, I get what you're saying. I hope real Americans go to the polls and vote something else to vote him out. Because here, I, I don't, I think he's going to be the nominee. I believe he's going to be convicted as well. It doesn't mean he can't serve as president. I, I mean, he literally could be a criminal president and, and be serving as our country's commander in chief. That's what started this whole conversation because I, I believe that if I was one of those uh, that, that think that I could be president on a Republican ticket, I wouldn't have ran so quick. I would have said, look, he, this everything that Howard Monroe just said is more than likely to happen. Why wouldn't I, why would I run from this guy? Somewhere, one of two things have to happen. And I don't think the first one can happen. I don't believe that Donald Trump will in any way willingly agree to withdraw from the presidency. It is possible. It, if at some point he believes that he's going to literally be convicted, go to prison, he's going to lose all of his uh, – keep in mind the uh, the uh, losing his business in New York, that's a state case. He can't pardon himself from that. So if he does or doesn't become president, he still has lost all of his business in New York. Uh, but I, I, I maybe, maybe at some point he will just, looking at reality, say, I, you know what, it's not worth it. I think I'll just – I'll accept a plea that doesn't send me into an orange jumpsuit, and I'll agree to go quietly off into the night. Maybe. Don't think so, but maybe. The only other option is to beat him at the ballot box. That's the only other option is to not elect him. And again, speaking as a Democrat, 
Joe Biden's not our best guy to do that. And that's what you're not, you don't want to hear, Howard. Okay, but it's like we, we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. I mean, that stops Trump, but where does where does that put us with this mess that uh, the world is in right now? Well, here's here's it's a good question. I I don't think the world's in as big a mess as some people think it is under Biden, but but I do think that Biden's not a good candidate. Here's what I think. I, it, it, it cannot be worse than Trump. We will muddle through. You know what? We've muddled through all of our American history. So we will muddle through, um, but not if Trump is, is, is our commander-in-chief. It will become a big, a big problem. Hey, um, I have not received a single text this morning, and if any of you have tried to text in, I'm not sure what's wrong. I, early on, the text line... It kind of flickered and died two or three times, and I brought it back up. So I think there might be a, some kind of problem with our text line because yesterday we were inundated with texts. You have to call us today. And, yeah, you can call us. We've got 20 minutes left to go. 304-232-8255 is the Frio Stack auction service phone line. You're welcome to use that as well. But if you've been trying to text, I do apologize because nothing is coming through. Maybe nobody's texting. It's always possible. There are usually two or three people. We didn't, hear, didn't even hear from Abe this morning. Yeah, I'm thinking they're saying those guys are off on a tangent. They're not reading what we're saying today. Well, yeah, it's, it's not the case. I might not. I, don't get me wrong. I might not. Uh, but um, but I just wanted to know. I, I wanted you to know if you've been texting in. I'm sorry. Nothing is coming through for whatever reason this morning. And uh, you know, hopefully, I don't think it's our fault. I think it's the actual service that we use. I think it's not. It's not working right. All right, where are we? At 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Can I shift gears? I still want to rant, but oh, I want to push rant. the clutch in, Howard. I want to rant about something local, and I just want to rant. It just—I get so tired. Social media. Now you're not a social media kind of guy. You well, they—they they asked me not to participate anymore, Howard. <laughs> um, I get so tired of people who don't know what they're talking about, talking angrily about it. Two things just popped up last night that caught my attention. I jotted them down. Um, there is, uh, there, there's, there's one website, or not website, but Facebook group. Somebody in the group, all they do all day long is they sit and they listen to the, the, the police scanner, and then they report every little thing about from the police scanner. I, I think it's an absolutely foolish and perhaps dangerous Facebook group, but that's what they do. Um, and one of the things they pointed out a couple times this week is that some of the hospitals have been on diversion. What does that mean? It means that they tell the e-cars, our e-room is full. Take your emergency patients someplace else. We're full. We're full. Oh, that's all it is. It's not. There's no crisis. They're just full. Uh, too many. I think what's happening is too many people who have that little flu and a sniffle are going to the e-room and they're backing it up. All right. So then. Then you get all these people saying, well, it just goes to show how terrible the hospital is and blah, 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 blah. And then this one person says, wow, if there were just, you know, a larger hospital like a regional medical center, an OVMC, if you will, oh, wait, it's being destroyed for no reason. I still get frustrated. That's the end of the quote. I get so frustrated with these people who say OVMC, they believe, they believe somehow that they decided to tear the tear a really good hospital down. Don't you remember the local ownership, which was a nonprofit group of OVMC, couldn't make it work. They tried and they tried and they tried, and in the end, this couldn't work. The, the healthcare world is just was just too much for it, and and so they sold to Electo, a pro, for-profit group. And Electo got their profit out of it. 
And they shut down and walked away, left the town holding the bag. And then the city bought the buildings, hoping that something would eventually be done with them, and it is going to be done with them now. A regional cancer center is going in there. But this, this, oh, wait, OVMC is being destroyed for no reason. It's being destroyed to bring in a multimillion-dollar regional cancer center, and it's being destroyed because it couldn't make it as a hospital. The idea, just get, get, get that through your head. They didn't just decide to just, just to tear buildings down because, well, it's a wonderful hospital. It's working fine, but we'll just care. No, it couldn't make, couldn't make it work. Man, I'm so, I'm so riled up from the last segment that I'm <laughs> And then another thing that got me uh, last night, uh, again, people that don't follow what's happening. And look, you know what, Bob and I, because it's our job, we pay attention to a lot of this stuff more than you do. And we try to share it with you. And probably most of you have a better understanding of this. And I don't mean to be too critical of this next person, for example. But um, the Market Street Bridge, the one that uh, was closed after the homeless fire happened underneath it a couple of years ago, uh, they are now rebuilding it. They're tearing it down, I think, and have to build a whole new bridge. But they've begun the process. And in that process, they have had to, well, cleverly enough, close off the bridge because they're tearing it down. And one business in that area uh, made a comment about, boy, I used to get a lot of foot traffic coming over from the community college. I'm going to have a tough time of it now because now I won't get that foot traffic. And I, and I get that. And then someone says, well, it's crazy. This is all part of the anti-business agenda of the city of Wheeling. It's like the, it's like the city decided to, to close the bridge down and to close the pedestrian walk down so they could harm the two businesses that are left there. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they're just cities anti-business. I just, I, the bridge is closed because they're going to tear it down. It's not because they're anti-business. And they're tearing it down in order to fix it. It's been, so people can drive on it and walk on it. Man, I just get, you know, pay attention, people. Pay attention. Well, maybe you and I are too tough on the uh, Trump supporters, Howard, because it just goes to show you there's wackadoos out there everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere, as they used to say. All right. Uh, let's see. Man, I am so far off off base, off schedule, off everything uh, today. Uh, it's going to be a rainy and uh, warm week today. Rain high of 54 in the 50s most of the week. Currently, I have, uh, let me just double-check the temperature. I didn't even do temps here in this hour. Uh, 49 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Uh, 45 degrees at the Highlands. Uh, 40 degrees in uh, Elm Grove. And what do you have here? We're behind, Howard. 42. 42 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. So be aware of that. All right, I have a break. I still have a break to do. Yeah, right? we got one more to get in. Right, let's do the break. Whether you're a flooring professional or a DIYer, the Flooring Center is here to help. Offering over 50 brands of the best carpet, vinyl, ceramic tile, hardwood, and laminate, the Flooring Center in Wheeling has all of your answers. With generations of experience, their flooring professionals offer full design and drafting on-site for your convenience. Competitive prices on material and installation allows them to work with any budget. So stop in today. The Flooring Center in Wheeling. Better floors, better prices. 
The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70 at the top of the hill, the Highlands. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Toyota's national sales event is on, making now the best time to save big at your Toyota dealer. With available APR financing as low as 1.9% on select new 2022 fuel-efficient Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Highlanders. Or go off-road in a rugged Tacoma or Tundra, also with low financing available to qualified buyers. Visit buyatoyota.com for more. Not all buyers will qualify for special APR financing from Toyota. See your dealer for details. Hurry, Toyota's national sales event ends September 6th. Toyota, let's go places. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. It's 8.51, 9 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Apparently our thermometer here at the Watchdog Radio Network uh, realized it was running late. And it jumped from 42 to... We're at 46 46 now. degrees. Wait a minute. The thermometer heard you. They said, oh, did he just say we're... 40? That's wrong. We're wrong. We've got to get you up there. So we're up at... Four. We moved up to uh, 46 degrees. If I don't know why you would want to. But if by any chance you want to hear the uh, rant on Trump again, remember, all of our shows are on podcast at our website, watchdognetwork.com, or on Apple Podcasts. Uh, earlier this morning, we had some good conversation with Brad McElhenney from Metro News about some of these culture war issues that are pending in West Virginia, the uh, In God We Trust bill, the Baby Olivia movie that's being required to be shown to students. It's not These bills have not fully passed both houses, but they have been passed by the Senate, I think. The um, uh, intelligent design teaching in schools, I call them culture war bills. Uh, if you want to hear the conversation about that, then uh, check it out. Uh, the podcast from hour number one of the morning is already up at watchdognetwork.com and, again, on Apple Podcasts. And then the, the 
the uh, unexplained and unexpected rant that uh, Bob and I did last half hour will be up after the show is over this morning, so be aware of that. A lot of stuff I wanted to get into today, and we didn't. Uh, just a couple of quick local stories to mention very briefly. Um, and Taylor's had most of these already. Uh, the ACLU has withdrawn their lawsuit with the city of Wheeling over the uh, homeless camp. I'm, I'm, I'm a little unclear about this. It seems to me it's premature to do that, but okay. Uh, they apparently have announced an agreement with the city. The city, as we know, last weekend or a few days ago, decided uh, agreed to exempt one camp, but it's an exemption. It's not the managed camp. It's simply exempting a camp so that one camp can stay open for the time being. And I guess that satisfied the ACLU. I, I, if I was the ACLU, I'd left that suit pending until there was a managed camp up and running. But nonetheless, they, they have withdrawn their lawsuit. Uh, as part of the agreement, the agreement, the city has agreed to exempt the site and allow people to erect camps near the Catholic Charities Center. The city will temporarily pause enforcement of the ordinance to give people time to move their belongings to the exempted site. But I, I reading the, the official statement from the city, it does not sound to me like the, the city is thinking this is the end of it. Uh, the city has an important interest in ensuring the overall welfare of the community, and I think they mean not the homeless community, the general community. Those individuals who choose to stay outdoors have various shelters available to them. Uh, I, again, I don't think this is over with, and I'm just confused why the ACLU withdrew their suit at this time. And remember, Howard, it gets pretty cold in February and March. <laughs> hey, it's 54 right now. That's wonderful. Going to be, but but it was four, <laughs> literally four a week ago, uh, and we're going into February and March. You're right. Um, it just seems I, I I just this whole thing has me thoroughly confused. I've been asking, what's the rush? What's the hurry? Where's the managed camp? Why can't they get it together? I tried to get some folks from homeless advocacy groups to come on here, some of these social service agencies, and while they had said they would, they didn't. So I don't think they're – I don't know what story there is. Um, anyway, ACLU has withdrawn the lawsuit. There is an exemption of the camp. And if I haven't pissed everybody off uh, yet, Howard, I, I'll probably get them with this one. one more now. Yeah. Now, again, I saw pictures of the camp. I, I, I thought I knew what they were talking about. Channel 7 had the picture, so I think I have exactly where that camp is. It is directly under the 250 ramp, extension ramp. Correct. So let's just say, I mean, they have to be careful with fires, right? Yes. So if that's your camp, you need a fire to stay warm. A camp is not a shelter. That The ramp provides a shelter because they're, they're completely out of the weather coming down on them because they are underneath the ramp. Right. But shouldn't someone keep an eye on because they don't want that shut down after well, a fire gets out of control? Yeah. Yes. Also... I may not have the exact location in mind because I thought that was state property and the state had run them off that property once before. I guess unless I completely drop the ball, that's where it looks to me where the where the allowed shelter can't whatever right. they call it can't right is yeah which okay. again that that provides shelter the ramp over top of them provides shelter. But then you have the fire issue. The uh, the whole concept of the managed camp, among other things, is to make sure there are regulations over things like fire and and many other things. Some some for the safety of the general citizenry, and some to make it at least sanitary for those who live in these camps. That's the idea of the managed camp, as I understand it. You know, to make sure that there is. There are portajons. There is water of some kind, and there is. And I think there are a couple of there. Yeah, 
So, I mean, to me, that's the managed camp idea. And then, but then, then it also requires oversight. I mean, it requires, I don't know exactly what that means. Do they, does somebody make a visit every day? I don't know. You almost have to. And I hear people out there saying, Bob, what is wrong with you today? What the hell's wrong with you? Well, why is the Chapel Street Bridge closed down? Fire. Fire. And where did that fire come from? It come from folks who didn't have a home. Homeless camp. Right. Homeless so camp. I don't think I'm being so far-fetched. Yeah. I, I you know. And that and that is why and that camp underneath the bridge, where the fire started, if I remember correctly, that is also the camp. Chief Schwarzenegger said there was a lot of illegal activity going on in there, and that's the problem. And that's why we have this. And that's why, as liberal as I am, and as much as I want to, you know, help the homeless, I acknowledge that there is a potential. They create a potential problem. Um, so that's why a managed camp. But I also want them to be warm and have a place to put their stuff. You know, that's the thing. That's the second thing that we hadn't thought much about. You know, now that the camp's done, where do people put their stuff? They need a place to do that. So I, um, I just, I just wish they would come together and get this managed camp idea going, and then we could move forward to some other stuff. I, I think this we've dawdled around on this particular issue far too long. Now, frankly, I think the council jumped into this camping ban a little too soon. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. I just think they jumped into it too soon without the whole thing being thought through, but uh, we'll see. All right. Uh, coming up today, statewide talk line. Hoppy will be live down in Charleston. First caller will be, first uh, guest will be uh, Chris Steyerwald. He will not be in Charleston, but uh, he is the uh, politics editor of News Nation uh, and will soon be anchoring the News Nation Sunday morning talk show. So, Wheeling native uh, Chris Steyerwald, a frequent guest with Hoppy, he'll be on. Uh, Delegate Brandon Steele from uh, uh, Raleigh County will be on to uh, talk about this story we talked about with uh, Brad this morning, uh, libraries and obscene material. Uh, Brad will report on the public hearing on that bill, which is underway right now. And um, our own friend, Sean Fluarty, is opposed to that bill. He'll be on with Hoppy coming up today as well. So that's some of what is coming up today on Statewide Talk Line. But uh, you get that at 10.06 coming up next. And I'll bet they're wishing we get out of here and, you know, because this has not been the best lead-in for these guys. We've been so ranting and railing this hour. Coming up next, it is the Legislative Watchdogs here on the uh, Watchdog Radio Network. Bob and I back tomorrow morning, and I forget what I have. i got some things scheduled tomorrow. I don't know what they are. Big show. Really big show. Yeah, really big show. It's a really big show. All right. Y'all have a good day. Enjoy the watchdogs coming up next. I'll see you in the morning at 7 right here.